Are you finding that your loved one with a disability is unmotivated? I wanna give you some strategies to try to flip that script and help to generate some more intrinsic or internal motivation within your loved one. So you feel like you're maybe telling your, your loved one what to do a little bit less than you are now and they're hopefully do more for themselves. So I'm excited to give you these strategies. But first, let me tell you a story. So today, my sister, Sarah, lives in her own apartment. She gets herself up in the morning, she makes her own breakfast, uh, does her laundry and more. And it was not always like this. So if we go back to 2018, Sarah first moved out of mom and dad's home and moved in with me. So I want you to picture this. It was the very first week of my sister and I living together and I'm sitting in the kitchen eating breakfast and, and at least Sarah, Sarah rolls into the, to the kitchen and kind of just looks at me in the morning, right? And I'm having breakfast and I figured out that she was expecting me just to make her breakfast. But I knew that Sarah had the capability and potential to make her own breakfast. So I was getting pretty frustrated, right? By kind of this reoccurring reoccurrence of what was uh, happening here. So I was thinking to myself, you know, Sarah's just so lazy. Make your own dang breakfast, right? You can do it. And, you know, I would tell my sister something along those lines and it didn't go very well. It often resulted in some sort of fight or conflict. But I've reflected on it, right, uh, during that time and realized that was wrong. My thinking was wrong. Sarah wasn't lazy. Sarah was not unmotivated, right? I was wrong about those things. And it took me about two months of fighting and conflict with my sister to figure this out. And what I figured out, what was actually happening was that Sarah learned she couldn't do things. So she learned she couldn't make her breakfast because mom made her breakfast every single day up until that point for the past 30 plus years. So this is what's called in positive psychology, it's called learned helplessness. So I decided to take a different approach with my sister and that was to switch from telling Sarah what to do to helping Sarah decide what she wanted to do and coaching her. I went from go make your own breakfast to what do you want for breakfast? And allowing her to answer oatmeal. Okay, great. What's the first step to make oatmeal? Okay, maybe this result, results in a, a little bit of conversation, right? But coming up with, okay, taking out the oats and taking out a bowl. Okay, great. What support do you need to take out the oats in the bowl? Oh, you've got it? Or, oh, the oats are too high, we need to put it in a different place so you can reach it so it's accessible? Okay, well, let's do that. Okay, great. What is the second step? And on and on and on, right, through the process of making you know a simple breakfast, such as oatmeal. So by giving your loved one choice and then by coaching your loved one, you can break down that learned helplessness and start to support your loved one to find more motivation to grow their capability, right? And using coaching is a huge reason why Sarah now lives on her own, in her own place, and why she's so capable. So I invite you to try on this strategy. And if you're looking for more insights on growing your loved one's capability, I invite you to download my free Life Planning 101 guide from the notes below here. And you can do so just by click on the link below that I've got for you um, and entering your email address. So, and I'll send it right over to you. Also, if you found this information on growing capability and your loved one's motivation uh, helpful, then I invite you to like this video. And if you haven't yet, subscribe to this channel. I'm Eric Gall. 
Together, let's take a small step forward.